Yo, yo, yo. Pablo the Peace Guy checking in. Yes, you have the lovely Mariah in the back in harmony. I've come down to my private place. Uh, my little family getaway. We've got the bonfire going today. But today we're going to do a little build. We're going to discuss the book of Job and the book as a man thinketh. So I'll wait a few minutes, give everybody a little time to check in, do my own little preparations over here, and then we're going to get this thing started. Because it's Sundays, it's time to wake up, realize the keys they've been putting in front of us this whole time, and time to take full... I wouldn't necessarily say advantage of it, but I guess, yeah, full advantage of it, because right now we just sleep. We sleep. It's time to wake the fuck up and get out the days. Um, so I see I got three people. My three people, my four people, go ahead and send me a peace sign so I know who you are. Check in, check in. Throw me a peace sign. Let me give you a quick shout out. Share this with your people so we can get them up out the days. As you can see, we got the fire behind me. We're about to let this thing go today. We're about to do it big today. Who we got with us? Who we got with us? I got three viewers. Don't be shy. Send me a peace sign. Let me know who you is. Two more minutes. I know I'm a little late. I apologize. I was getting my lady situated, getting this fire going. All right, one more minute. Don't worry, don't worry. I got you, I promise. Got you, I promise. One minute, one minute. As a reminder, the Pablo Planet shirts are available for sale. As you can see, this one is the black and white version. I've been live with the color version. If you're interested in one, hit me up. Um, I'm only making 30 of each, so you will be one of 30 people to own the shirt once you purchase it. After I make my 30, it's time for a new design. Um, Still got one minute. No biggie, no biggie. No biggie. Alright, 4.45. So, today I would like to discuss the book of Job and the book As a Man Thinketh. Um, for anybody who watched last week's episode of Sunday's School, I have my brother Cash the God on here. He explained how he doesn't believe in necessarily the God that we've been taught, but how God is an energy and how... He follows the law of attraction, which is what you put out is what you get. That is very, very, very heavy in the Bible. You reap what you sow. You change your life when you accept God into your heart so that you get a better outcome. You know better once you do better. You walk around blind before you, um, before you find God, but then you walk by faith, not by sight, after you find God. So... Just a couple things I've been looking into this weekend before we dive all into it. Um, if you haven't, 
seen the book of Eli. Um, it wasn't the best movie, but it was very deep. I watched a YouTube breakdown of it, and it's very, very symbolic and religious. I've also done some studies in another book that I'll probably be sharing with you guys next year. I just ordered it, but I can't share it with you right away. But today, we're going to talk about, first, the book of Job. Um, for those who know Job, Job was a God-fearing man. He was a praying man, and he was a very wealthy man. And then the devil came up to God one day, and he says, you know, that's a good servant you got there in Job, but I bet you it's because you keep blessing him. Take everything from him, and I bet you he won't bless you no more. And no God knows his people, so God was like, all right, devil, I, I'll take you on. So they make this bet, and Job loses everything. Job loses everything, his wealth, his family, all his riches, everything. So if you think 2020 been a hard year to you, if you ain't lost everything, we ain't made it to the bottom like Job made it. All right. And Brother Job, even though he loses everything, he proves the devil wrong. He still sticks by God's side. He still keeps praising God. But he's wondering, what in the hell is going on? How is it that I'm praising God, I've lost everything, and I'm still losing it? Oh, yeah, that fire blazing back there. And I'm still losing it all. And that question is never truly and fully answered in the book of Job of why, other than this bet, did God take everything from Job? But the key thing with Job is not only did he keep his faith when God took everything, what he also did was he admitted after he couldn't figure out why God was doing all this, he admitted he honestly knew nothing about God. So he knew of God. He knew what, you know, praying to God and sticking steadfast to God would do. It brought him this wealth, this joy, the peace that he had. But then it was all taken away. So in the book of Job, God had to remind him, like, Job, you really don't know nothing. Like... You know of me, you know of my powers, but do you really, really know? Like, are you truly comprehending what all I'm aware of? Um, I mean, not what all I'm aware of, what all I'm capable of? He shows you, I created the heavens and the earth. I'm all-powerful, all-knowing. Everything that I do happens for a reason. And I'm, as I'm sitting here listening to this, I'm thinking like, man, you know, me and my brother was just talking about law of attraction, and... You know how what you put out is what you get back. And up until Job, I mean, that does sound about right. But then you got Job, you're like, damn, what, the, what did Job do to get everything taken from him? He didn't do anything. And so what I'm here to tell you is sometimes God tests us. God tries us, per se. And he's willing to bet on his people. And we got to stand fast and know that everything that God gives us, he can take us away. But most importantly, if we do like Job and we stand fast to God, not only does God give us back what we had, but he multiplies it. Multiplies it, not adds. He multiplies it. So think about this. You lose everything. You start cursing God. You're going to keep losing everything. It's going to keep happening. But you lose everything 
and you stand fast to God, God's not only going to give you what you had back, he's going to multiply. So let me put this in a little perspective for you. If we're following God, he's giving us through, getting us through, and God comes in and he takes my house. He takes my cars. He takes, hate to say it, a loved one. As long as we stand true and stand fast in God, that's going to be multiplied back. Not only is God going to give me my house, he's going to give me multiple houses. Not only is he going to give my cars back, he's going to give me multiple cars. So if you have, let's say, five cars, two houses, God gives it back to you, but he just adds to it, right? Let's say he adds back what he took. So you had two cars, um, no, two houses, five cars. God takes it from you, he adds back. He gives you um, four houses, ten cars, right? Easy math, two and two, five and five. But let's say God multiplies this for you. I want you to see how this changes. The two by two, it didn't change much because two multiplied, double, it's still four. But five times five is 25 compared to five plus five is ten. So as long as we stand fast in God's word, we stand true in God's word, we know that everything he does is for a reason, and we have to accept either this lesson or this blessing, then the blessings that God keeps giving us are going to be multiplied. And I, I, I know not everybody that's watching me believes in a God because I wasn't always there, and I met you on different paths through my lifestyle and my journey. However, I brought another book along to help solidify this. And it's called As a Man Thinketh. And it has to do with the law of attraction and us creating our own realities. But it also reminds us, just like Job reminds us, that if we're putting good into the world, we get good out. But even the slightest bit of bad, or when we don't acknowledge the good that we're getting because it's not the good that we wanted, is going to lead to more bad. It's going to lead to these things being taken away. Just like if we lose our faith in God, these things can be taken away from us. So as a man thinketh, it says that all the good things that you know, you put good into the world, you, you sow, um, you reap the good back. However, even those slightest evil thoughts or bad thoughts or what may not be the best thoughts can stop our blessings, can stop that positivity from flowing. Or can slow that positivity down. And that's the big one where a lot of us go wrong. Um, we sit here, we pray, we meditate, we ask God for these things. And then we're not actually ready for them. We, we sit here, we pray, we meditate. We receive the things that God, you know, we were asking God for, but we lose them. We're still not ready for them. God will give us these things just like we can manifest them through the thinking and the positivity. But if we're not mentally ready to maintain that, we're going to lose it. If we're not spiritually ready to maintain that, we're going to lose it. You can want to be the richest person ever, but if your mind not right, your heart not right with God, those riches may come, but they're going to go again. That's why you may find yourself in a cycle where you may receive a blessing and then a loss, a blessing and then a loss. And you say, well, I'm tired of going through the cycle. It's on you. It's something that you're thinking you're not wholeheartedly putting everything into it. Or even worse, we get these blessings and we're like, shit, I got it made. Now, you know, I was asking God for this, I got it. I was asking God for that, I got it. You can't stop there. 
God doesn't give us these things for us to temporarily hold. When God gives us something, it's for us to nurture, to grow, to build. It's something that we're supposed to hold on to until he says that we're no longer ready for it. But that doesn't mean once we get it, we stop and just become so excited that we forget to be thankful, to be grateful, to show gratitude for these things. So with the as a man thinketh, it brought that up, that how we pray, we meditate, and then things come along and we're like, man, this is awesome. I finally got it. But we stop praying. We stop meditating. We realize that, oh, I only wanted this one small thing, but there was no plan after that small thing. So we lose this small thing. It is all about the law of attraction. Okay, they've been telling us this since day one. And for my non-biblical people, it's in books. There are many, many books. I'm told you, I'm reading one now. As a Man Thinking by James Allen, it tells you what you think is the reality you create in some shape, form, or fashion. We think, no, we can't think that one situation defines us. So I've been on a peaceful journey here lately. I am elevating through God. I'm elevating in myself. And through this journey, I've taken lessons, not losses. I've taken lessons. God is pulling things from me that I'm not fully ready for. Pulling things from me that I've asked for, but I'm not continuously working for. Pulling things from me to make me come to him. Pulling things from me to make me see that what I have, I can't take for granted. No matter how holy or how righteous I'm living now. I can't just think that, okay, I've given my life back to God. Everything is going to be peaceful. Everything is going to be growing. Everything is going to always be happy. No, God is going to give us these bad days to remind us, don't get too comfortable. Give us these bad days to remind us to keep asking for more. If God gives you the house and the car that you've been praying for, pray for another house and a car. Pray that you can pass that blessing on to your kids. Pray that you can pass that blessing on to your family because he has blessed you. And therefore, you use that blessing to bless others. You don't just take that housing car and say, shit, I got my housing car. Ain't no more church. Ain't no more meditating. Ain't no more praying. No, you have to stand in that. Own your blessing. Be grateful for your blessing and use your blessing to bless others. It's not always as his parent. You may look and say, well, God gave me the $100 I needed. I don't have $100 to give to somebody else. That's fine. That penny somebody asked for, that dime somebody asked for. Next time you see somebody on the side of the road and God's blessed you with some money, clear out that damn change holder in your car. You may not have $10 for the hobo on the side of the street. And you may say, well, he's just a drunk anyway. That's not for you to decide. God's giving you a blessing. Take whatever you have in your pocket, whatever you have laying on the floorboard of that car and bless the next person because if you're doing it genuinely, it's not about how much you're giving. It's about the blessing. You could give somebody four quarters and God turn it into $400 bills. We all know about the loaves and fishes, okay? It's not just us. That's God's power working. So what may seem like nothing to us, somebody else can turn into a huge blessing. But if God's blessing you, Continue to give that blessing. Continue to think those positive thoughts. Continue to seek more knowledge. Continue to seek more blessings. And continue to find out how you can pass these blessings on to others. Because as we think positive, we create positivity. 
if we think the slight bit negative or we start to question what's going on or we question what God's really doing for us, that stuff starts slowing down. And then we sit here and we say, God, why are you doing this? It's not God. It's not God. We've got what we wanted. But this isn't the end. So you can't stop with what you wanted. The things you should be asking God for should be lifelong. Don't ask just for a house now. Ask for the house for you, your kids, your kids' kids, your kids' kids' kids. If God's going to bless you, you want to pass his blessing down. You ask for your house, God will give you a dream house, and that shit will burn down. And then you curse God, and he won't give you another house. Because you didn't have the faith to say, God gave me this house. I know there's more there. Your faith stopped with, God gave me this house. This is all I deserve. No, God will give you all you ask for, all you desire, if you keep your faith strong in him. All right? He will lead us in a path where, yes, we may stumble, but we won't fall. Yes, we may bend, but we won't break. Yes, there may be people there to oppress us, but it won't affect us. All right? One I like to think of, and I'll wrap up with this. Um, What was it? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, right? Ain't them the ones that got put in the furnace? Right. I say all the time, I got my I got my my little my little girls. Alright, I got four girls and a boy. And I tell people all the time I will walk through hell for my kids. And I realize I'm already walking through hell for my kids. But before I was walking through hell and every bad thing that would come on, my kids would know. They could see it on my face or they could feel it in my actions. My spirit wasn't right. So as as much as I would progress, I would slowly be set back. As much as I progress again, I slowly be set back. I was going through this cycle I'm telling y'all to get out of. But since I've decided, you know what? I may not live right every day, but I'm living right moving forward. Every day is a new practice for me to get better. Every day is another chance for me to grow more. I've decided I walked through hell with a flame retardant suit on at first. And I said, boy, you still not trusting God. Why the fuck you got a flame retardant suit on? Remember shout out me shagging a minute ago? Them boys sat in the fire. And then shit happened. They came back out. Mother was like, ain't y'all supposed to be dead? Y'all supposed to be burnt to a crisp. And they weren't. So you got to walk around here with that same faith. We are in hell now. All right? Have that same faith that these flames around you ain't going to touch you. These flames around you not going to stop your path. These flames around you, God will put out when it's time for them to be put out. But through the flames, we have to grow. We can't sit here and say, why is my world on fire? Why are my prayers not being answered fast enough? Why are the things I'm meditating for not manifesting? Because we asking why. We putting all that positivity out there and then we stopping and saying, but where you at, God? When, when you coming through, God? I put it out there the other day in my live that we sit here and we're a strong friend or we have no friends or sometimes we feel like we, have, we don't have nobody. But the truth is, the God that is in us is always in us. But yet and still, we decide to look for the answers from our friends. We decide to look for the answers from our parents. We decide to look for the answers from our job because God isn't answering fast enough. And those little bitty negative thoughts or that little bit of doubt is what causes us to have to sit here and wait even longer. Okay? So from somebody who's ending these cycles, they're not done. I've asked God for plenty of things that I wasn't ready for. and He's dropped them right in my lap and I've watched them go. Some of them like, why the fuck is this happening, God? And other ones, I'm like, hey, man, I'm just following my purpose. Fuck it. It wasn't time.
period. It just wasn't time. That's not for me to decide. I may think I know what I can handle, but I don't fully know. I don't know what's coming tomorrow. God does. So when God drops something in my lap, whether he's taking it away tomorrow, he's going to let me carry it for months, years, decades, lifelong. It's his decision. But what I have to do is I have to keep the strong faith. I have to walk through here like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and not be scared of these damn flames. I have to keep a positive mind like everything around us that's non-biblical has been telling us to do. And I take that right back to the Bible. And I know that even when something happens that I didn't want to happen or that seems bad, there's a lesson in that. And once I understand the lesson in that, I can elevate. Whether I figure it out by, damn, aha moment or whether I got to get down on my hands and knees and pray and meditate. It's up to me to figure out how I want that lesson or how I'm going to get that lesson. But until I'm willing to learn the lesson from why these things aren't happening or until I'm willing to completely shift my mind from giving up when things aren't happening, when I'm ready, God's going to keep letting you go through these cycles. And that's why I do these Sunday schools so that you don't have to continuously go through the cycles that I've been through. I'm giving you a heads up. I'm giving you a warning. I'm giving you somebody to look at and say, well, what did he do that I shouldn't do? What is he doing that I should do? So think positive, keep the faith, and be ready to walk through this hell on earth. All right? Before I check out, remember to follow me on IG, International Pablo. Follow me on YouTube. Like, subscribe to my channel, International Pablo. Also, Sunny, thank you for checking in. Chauncey, thank you for watching and checking in. Cookie Francois, thank you for checking in. Tata, thank you for checking in. And Anton Rouse, thank you for checking in. I love you all. If any of this resonated with you, please like and share it. Go subscribe to my YouTube channel. And until the next time we go live, peace, love, and light. Stay out the days.